0: What if World is supported by our sponsors and by listeners like you on Patreon? What if kittens break Hey there, folks, and welcome back to What If World, the show where your questions and ideas inspire off-the-cuff stories. I'm Mr. Eric, your host, and today we've got a question from a patron named Harper. Hi, my name is Harper, and I like reading and colorful things. My what if question is what if giant rhinoceroses took over Egypt and Cleopatra had to live in a giant chocolate ch- cookie? <laughs> wow, Harper, that is a very imaginative question. Thank you. We have one more question from a listener named Sophia. She asked three questions all at once, so we're just gonna play the first one. But I talked to Sophia and her mother, Shauna, and let them know that I might not incorporate all three of these questions, but they will still have an influence on the story. Hi, my name is Sophia, a, and I like mine, and my school and and nature. And my what if world question is what if lions were kings and they act and they act nicely? Thank you. Thank you. What if lions were kings but they act nicely? And I'll give you folks at home a hint. Her other questions did have to do with her school and nature some of her favorite things, so I wonder if you'll be able to pick out what parts of the story come from this question. Oh, that's so mysterious, Mr. Eric. Very exciting. <laughs> Hi, Mamma Gemma. Thank you for the compliment. Oh, you're very welcome. And I'm also here to give a big shout-out to Moshe and Asher, along with a big kiss through the speakers. Oh, uh, Mamma Gemma, I'm not sure that that's something... <clears throat> Oh boy, are everyone still with us? We have one more shout-out to give to Everett from Portland, Oregon. I've been to your city once before, and I loved it. Well, thank you, Moshe, Asher, and Everett. Now let's find out what if giant rhinoceroses took over Egypt and Cleopatra had to live in a giant chocolate chip cookie and lions were kings, but they act nicely. Abacus P. Grumbler was a very old wizard. However, when this story starts, he was quite young. In fact, this was Abacus's first job as a tutor, in ancient y He was presiding over a class of lions, although one of the lions seemed particularly tiny. Really, more cat-sized than lion-cub-sized.
1: Abacus, will you please stop teaching for one minute so I can finish my nap?
0: It was Cleopatra, one of Abacus's very first students. Well, you know, I have been waiting for all of you lions and cats to finish your nap for the last three hours.
1: Well, just give us three more hours then, and we should be fine.
0: But that's six hours is like the entire school day. Uh, fine. And Cleopatra gave a big stretch. No. And all the other young lions followed her cue. No. And finally came to attention so Abacus could teach his class. Uh, very well, students. Uh, please take out your tablets and read your hieroglyphics. The lions took out their magical stone tablets and started reading along with Abacus. All uh, right, we've had our fire drill, our flood drill, our tornado drill, our
1: earthquake drill, our stranger drill, our reunification drill. Uh, you're never going to teach us anything if we're always running drills.
0: <laughs> I know, I know, but youtons you are the future kings and queens of Egypt, so we need to keep you safe from any possible harm. And he scrolled down to the very bottom line of hieroglyphics. Oh, wonderful. Only one last drill to do. The what-if giant rhinoceroses took over drill. Just then they heard a sound, as if all of Ygypt was rolling and rumbling in a wave towards them. Oh, goody. An earthquake. We're prepared for this. And then... <laughs> A horde of giant rhinoceroses busted through the side of the school. I should have moved this drill up a little bit. Mm.
1: Excuse me,"
0: sniffed Cleopatra haughtily.
1: "You rhinoceroses must listen
0: to your kings and queens. We have treated
1: you nicely."
0: All oh, the giant rhinoceroses stood as still as statues. One rhinoceros, much smaller than the rest barely bigger than a lion, in fact, pushed through the crowd. He was rainbow-colored, and his horns were very small, barely more than nubs on his nose. I am sorry. My aunts and uncles really don't want to talk to you. They know you're nice, but they don't think it's fair that you're all the kings and queens and we're just the rhinos. Uh, okay, okay, so we have a, a simple misunderstanding here. Next week we were going to start a whole new series of drills on simple misunderstandings. Um, Cleocatra's claws came out, and all the lions behind her arched their backs and bared their teeth. <sighs> the wall of solid gray rhinoceroses stomped their hooves and shook their horns. Boom. I'm sorry, but we outnumber you, and we're much, much bigger. I'll show you big. And Cleocatra jumped on the rainbow rhinoceros' nose. Ow. Ow, hey! Her claws couldn't do much more than pinch his rainbow rhino hide, but it still didn't feel very nice. Hey, hey, get off of me! The rainbow rhino jumped up and down. Shaking its head around, but Cleocatra hung on tightly. Uh, Cleocatra, uh, maybe you don't want to... um, uh, uh, All the lions moved in to save her, but (coughs) a solid wall of grey rhinoceroses stepped in front. Oh, don't worry, Cleocatra. As soon as I figure out the drill for this emergency, I'll come get you. The rainbow rhino ran into the desert desert, all the while trying to shake Cleocatra off his horn.
1: It's no use. You should give up.
0: I don't mean to be mean, but I think you should give up. We're very far away from all your friends now.
1: Hmm. Then let us have a temporary truce.
0: Okay, just climb off of my nose. I brought you to my secret favorite place inside the whole desert desert. Cleocatra let go of the rainbow rhino's nose and jumped down, not onto sand, but onto a giant chocolate chip cookie. And when I say giant, I mean it was big enough for a rainbow rhino and a kitty cat to live inside.
1: This is incredible. I did not know that rhinos could build such wonders.
0: Well, it's really a naturally occurring chocolate chip cookie that I just chewed some tunnels through. I like to come here when I need to get away from the other rhinos.
1: Why would you need to get away from them? They are your people.
0: Well, not quite. See they call me rhinobo because I was born a rainbow rhino and the other rhinos don't like me being so colorful.
1: Well, I was adopted by the lions of Egypt, so I know that I must be lion royalty. You should accept your
0: place. Easy for you to say, you’re a beautiful golden cat who fit right in among royalty. They arrived at a little lake of melted chocolate inside this cavernous cookie. This deep in the darkness, Rhinobo’s skin lit up, bright blues and neon pinks, and warm reds. Cleopatra lapped up a little chocolate from the pool and saw their reflections, staring back at them
1: i have never seen a creature so strange and wild and wondrous said Cleopatra with a smile
0: oh, i bet you say that every time you look in the mirror i do yes
1: but i was talking about you
0: me <laughs> That is not how i'm supposed to be i'm supposed to be a gray rhino as we speak the rhinos are taking over wide Egypt, and they probably think i chickened out
1: first of all I have met some very brave chickens. They do not like to be ridden like chariots. Okay. And secondly, I think it is very brave that you speak your mind to me. Really? Yes. I am a future queen. Most lions do not even look me in the eye. It makes me lonely
0: sometimes. Meanwhile, back at the school... All right, lions, um, just keep flipping through your tablets. Uh, has anyone come up with a with a coup d'etat drill? Uh, uh, no? Uh, hmm. The giant gray rhinos were ploddingly knocking down every wall of the school. No matter how loud the other lions roared or how high they pounced, they couldn't distract these unstoppable rhinoceroses. Finally, a big old lion showed up. He wearing a heavy crown of carved stone, scrawled over in hieroglyphics.
1: Oh, King Leo, it's so good to see you. This is no time for Z. Explain the situation.
0: Well, I was just about to get to my rhino's taking over drill. But now they've already taken over, so I'm not sure what drill to use. There is not a drill for everything. Not a drill for... How else do we prepare? Mm. King Leo climbed to the top of a cracked tower, the only one left standing in the whole school.
1: Rhinos, it is King Leo. You know that we feed you and let you live on our land. We are nice lion kings and
0: queens. I do not understand your fury. The rhinos paused in their wanton destruction and looked up at King Leo. There was a rainbow one that used to speak for them. Um, but I think their general complaint is that uh, treating them nicely isn't the same as treating them equally.
1: Hmm, I do not understand. We lions are simply the kings and queens of Wyjipt. That is how it has always been.
0: And upon hearing this, the giant rhinos shook their horns and stomped their feet and started charging toward the broken tower. Oh, oh, oh imminent squishing, Th- there's a drill for this. King Leo, roll yourself into a ball and try to look like a porcupine. Cleopatra had dozed off inside the giant chocolate chip cookie cave, and rhino Bo woke her up with a gentle nudge from his glowing horn.
1: What, I just need to nap for one more minute.
0: You've been napping for 19 hours, so...
1: Then another 19 hours should just about do it.
0: Cleo, there's something I have to tell you.
1: No, no, no. I don't want to know. I have enjoyed my time living inside of this chocolate chip cookie.
0: Well, yeah, but your father, King Leo, got hurt. Excuse me. Suddenly, Cleo's eyes narrowed, and she stood, looking poised and dangerous. It's okay, Abacus is taking care of him, but he broke some bones, and it might be a long time before you- Hey, where are you going? Cleocatra was running out of the cave as fast as she could, and RhinoBo darted after her. I will make these rhinos pay. Cleocatra, slow down, be careful. Cleocatra was forced to stop. She'd come to a wall of thorny, red and white striped cactus canes. What is this? I could be asking you the same question. What is this? A future queen finally decides to come see the little cactus cane people? Show some respect and make way. A bunch of sharp, sugary thorns shot out of the cactus canes and landed right next to Cleocatra. We don't move for little princesses with attitudes, thinking you rule the whole world. But the lions are nice. Oh yeah, you're sure nice. Every time we see you, you're all, hi, how's it going? But we got real problems out here in the desert.
1: I didn't.
0: No. There's a sugar water shortage, first of all.
1: I will make sure my father gets more sugar water to you.
0: And I tried running to be Duchess of the Cactus Cane people, but y'all wouldn't even give me a chance.
1: I hear you, but you must part. For me, the rhinos are taking over.
0: Rhinos are lions. It's not going to make one lick a difference for us cactus canes. But the would-be Duchess of the Cactus Cane people did pull aside ever so slightly, and Cleopatra was able to just barely slip through, sugary thorns snagging at her fur all the way. All right, we've set your broken leg, um, and I'm sorry I had to shave some of your mane to give you stitches.
1: And I am grateful for your help, but now you must find my daughter, Cleocatra.
0: I've been trying to locate her with magic, but I I just don't know the right spells.
1: Did you not have a reunification drill?
0: Oh, you're, you're right. There was a little corner outside the school where we were all supposed to gather in case the school itself were damaged. And Abacus took off for the ruins of the school, dodging between the legs of giant rhinos, who seemed to be wrestling horns with each other now. They couldn't agree which giant rhino should be in charge of y Excuse me, uh, please don't stomp on me. (laughs) And he finally found his way to the schoolyard or what was left of it, where he saw Cleopatra, her fur matted with melted chocolate and torn by spiny cactus cane thorns. But she wasn't even trying to take them out. She seemed to be reading one of the magic stone tablets.
1: Where is it? Where is it?
0: Cleopatra, I'm so glad you're safe. Listen, I-, I have your father, but he's been hurt. I know, said the cat, not looking up from her tablet. Well, then come with me. I can heal you up, too.
1: I know your healing drills, Abacus. I am looking for your revenge drill. I'm afraid you're not going to find one, young lady.
0: Someone was charging up to them. Abacus drew his wand and turned a face. You're that rainbow rhino. Cleo, I know you're mad, but just remember that rhinos have been mad for a long time. And cactus canes, too. Oh, and the ice cream trees. They've been melting for decades. Swedish fish populations are in decline.
1: We've been nice to all of people and all of nature.
0: Cleo, maybe I should have started with this lesson before all of the drills. But being nice to someone without trying to understand their feelings can actually be cruel
1: they have hurt my father
0: that is cruel she gestured at the candy thorns in her fur
1: the cactus canes wounded me i was never anything but nice to any of them so now they must be punished
0: Cleopatra's voice had been rising and she drawn the attention of many monolithic rhinoceroses <laughs> the rhinos were closing in everything fell into shadow That's enough, cried Rhinobo, lighting up so bright that all the rhinos looked away. Aunts and uncles, we've got to stop hurting each other and start understanding each other. And the rhinos closed in further. Oh dear, oh dear. Rhinobo's light started to dim, and the rhinos kept closing in. Their towering horns were only a few feet from Abacus, Rhinobo, and Cleocatra. I've tried to teach you about every possible thing that could go wrong. Is it time for another
1: drill, Professor?
0: No. Now you just need to be smart. Try to stay calm and keep yourself safe. And Abacus raised his wand.
1: What are you
0: doing? I'm winging it, Cleo. safe. And suddenly, she was in the middle of a different desert. There wasn't even any desert in this desert just distant patches of dried up trees and shrubbery. She was standing on a big red button that was glowing warmly, but it didn't make her feel alarmed. In fact, she felt safe and strong. As she stood on the button, pressing it down lightly with her weight, all of the candy cane thorns melted away and the chocolate cleaned itself from her fur. She felt full and strong.
1: What kind of sorcery is this,
0: Abacus? Where is my family? And right when she finished speaking, the red button turned clear blue. She scrambled off of it as images appeared. She could see Abacus and Rhinobo, still surrounded by giant rhinos. She could even hear them. They want to know where you sent Cleopatra. Somewhere safe, although lonely. She can stay there as long as she likes. And he seemed to look up at her as if he knew that she was watching them through the red button. Though I hope, given time, she chooses people over power. Cleopatra couldn't figure out what the wizard meant, but the scene she was seeing through the button somehow zoomed out, and she could see cactus cane people marching towards the rhinos and a massive pack of lions stalking in from the other direction, led by her limping father, King Leo. He and the other lions bowed before the rhinos, and then, pivoting on their paws, bowed before the cactus canes.
1: Father, what are you doing?
0: Cleo shouted through the button where she watched, but no one seemed to hear her. Stay safe, my
1: daughter. Come
0: back to us someday. Ah! <sighs> Cleopatra had heard enough. She didn't like seeing her father work beside the people who had taken away her power.
1: It seems they all need to be taught a lesson, so I will nap here on this magic button and grow stronger until the day
0: comes when the world is ready for a true queen, Cleopatra said to no one in particular, and then she stretched out on the big red button for a very, very long nap. So, I don't get it. Rhinobo's king now? No! An election's where you vote for your leaders. No, oh, will there be reading involved? Abacus, you love reading. I know, I was afraid there wouldn't be reading. And we can make the voting ballots really colorful. The end. Now, what's a voting ballot? We don't know, we just made it up. It sounds delicious. Well, Harper and Sophia, I hope you enjoyed your story. Folks at home, Harper and Sophia both answered our survey. So if you're wondering about that little survey contest, yes, it is over. But you can still go to tinyurl.com whatifworld and fill out the survey. Then email us for the bonus episode, just as a thank you. On Sunday, March 10th, I'll be at South by Southwest hosting a panel called Kids Listen the craft of podcasting for kids along with my friends from wow in the world brains on and ear snacks we've been working really hard on our presentation and if you'll be in austin we'd love to see you and if you have a friend attending please let them know about our panel i'd like to thank karen o'keefe my co-creator craig martinson for our theme song my sixth grade teacher mrs watts for encouraging me to write stories and all you kids at home who know we can't Fix our mistakes until we acknowledge them. Have you ever upset someone without realizing it? I wonder how you might make it better. Until we meet again, keep wondering.